and welcome to the unofficial unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Dan and uh, with me as always is Sarah and even though we talked about it in excruciating detail last week, we've still got Giro Don to talk about, don't we Sarah? Oh, we do. And, and to be honest, I could just talk about Giro Don for every week. Well, until it starts again, really. So, yes, but I will guarantee uh, this is my last week of Giro Don. No, don't say that. It's, <laughs> it's really, really fucking good. I'm with you. We can talk about it again and again and again. It's uh, amazing. I guarantee is, in, in a few months, I'm still going to go and, hey, hey, remember that time Tiff Cromwell just like rode away for like 107 Ks? Crazy chick. <laughs> what was she doing? That's stupid. You know, so. <laughs> well, I think it's quite funny. It's interesting, actually, because um, I, I missed out on a lot of the Tour de France. But suddenly, I mean, my Twitter stream and everywhere I talk about cycling has gone completely psychotic. <laughs> everyone's yelling at each other and saying so-and-so must be doping. And, you know, everyone's falling out all the time. And I kind of think, yeah, you know, bring back the Giro Don. <laughs> they just got on with the racing. <laughs> interestingly, interestingly, that's that's somewhat connected to my crazy idea of the week, which I promise this week is proper crazy. So oh. you know, I look forward to talking about that too. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that because you know I've got to say, Dan, I was a little bit disappointed with you last week. I mean, your 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 crazy idea was well, it was sensible, well, and it could just work. That's the worst part. It was, you know, I still think it's kind of crazy, but you know, it's kind of crazy in the "here's my number, call me maybe" kind of way. <laughs> I can't believe you just put that in my head again. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Anyway, at the Giro. So, last week, we'd got up to stage six, yeah? We'd had um, Mariana Voss was in pink. It was very exciting. We'd had a sprint stage, the ITT, two climbing stages. Tiffany Cromwell's insane 100-kilometer dash through the heat of, of Italy. And we'd had Shelley Olds winning on um, Independence Day, yeah? It was pretty epic. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm finding it amazing, just a, a brief sidestep here, um, watching Richie Port as part of the Sky thing um, in the TDF. And just going, you know what, even if they take yellow, when he gets home and is like, huh, I worked really hard on the front, she's going to turn around and be like, I rode 107k solo victory win, you know, stage win. Like, <laughs> fuck off, you haven't done nothing. Like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, wouldn't it be cool? I mean, I've got a secret wish that he could, like, win a stage so he can go home and go, huh, you think the Giro's big? I want a stage yeah. in Tour de <laughs> well, to to quote George Costanza at the moment, I think Tiff has all the hand in that relationship because, <laughs> you know, she's she's got the long solo break and the stage victory. So, anyway, yep. yes, so it was a big, exciting week of racing and um, we weren't done because there's more. Yes, so stage seven. So Mariana Voss starts in pink, yeah? Mm. And it's uh, in pink, it's beautiful, it suits her. Only Evelyn Stevens has had a day in the pink jersey because once Mariana Voss gets her hands on that jersey, she doesn't want to let anyone else have a go. It's like, this is my toy, I'm having it, you can't play with it. But um, yeah, so stage seven, it's lumpy, it's bumpy. The biggest, biggest climby thing is about 15k to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it starts off, and it's one of those really interesting... So the first 45 kilometres are flattish, and it's one of those really interesting stages to watch, actually, because, you know, they're, um, they, it looked like it was sprint trains 
at about 20k to go suddenly you got one train up one side of the road one train up the other side of the road they're really hammering it on the front going really super fast and you've got Shelley Olds who's just been fantastic this race and Ina Yoko Tutenberg out in the break and it kind of was a out the front I should say because it was one of those things where the race was getting stretchier and stretchier you know one long 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 line of riders and suddenly something snapped and the riders at the front were a little breakaway group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was hilarious. And then so hundreds of attacks, there's loads of attacks, um, everyone's attacking like crazy, lots and everyone forms in every other little groups. You know, you've got um Sharon Laws, you've got Nicole Cook, you've got Valentina Caretta, you've got Sylvia Valsecchi, who seem to have attacked all the time. Mm. But then they get to the last 20k, yeah? Yep. And this, there's been a little bit of a theme in this, but suddenly you've got Evie Stevens, Emma Pooley, and Mariana Voss on the front. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's almost like they're riding like in a little in a little line along the front of these roads and it's, and they attack and they go crazy. Anyway, um they attack, they get caught. And then they have a descent, and um, Emma Pooley's keeping up with Mariana Voss, and that's brilliant because you know in the past you'd kind of refer to Pooley as a bit of a Frank Schleck, yeah, you know, not not, not very good on the descent. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry, I was just picturing Emma prone to crashing. Um... <laughs> It was just she couldn't. She she came late to the sport, and she's a climber and a time trialer, and and you know descending. And, and fair enough, when you can climb and time trial as well as that, actually, that's where the Frank Schleck um, comparison goes wrong, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kind of. I mean, it was fair enough. It's like, well, you know, when you can climb in to ITT that well, you don't need to descend. But she just keeps going away in the holidays and practicing, and it's and she's just she's just you know there she was keeping up with Voss anyway. They have this. Um, they have this attack. They're, they're kind of riding, riding, and then suddenly um, Emma Johansson, and she's had a bike, had to have a bike change at the bottom of the big hill. So she's kind of chase, chase, chase to get up with them. And suddenly you've got um, Emma, jo- Emma Johansson, and Emma Pooley and Voss are sprinting, are sprinting off together. Yep. Um, Evie, Steven- Evie Stevens in the next group back. And this, oh, it was beautiful. It was like this, this long, 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 long uphill going up through these tiny little villages and, and outskirts of a town, these little tiny, tiny, tiny lanes, yeah? And you've got massive, massive attacks going off. It's crazy. And the end of the sprint, it's an uphill sprint on a corner, and they literally bang around the corner, and there's the finish line. It's just so beautiful. There's this photo by CJ for Carson. Um, <laughs> Uh, nice. How would you how would you say that name? We'd say Farquharson. Far, okay, there there's a there is a photo by CJ Farquharson. C- <laughs> who has the fantastic um women's cycling.net site and also CJ photo with an F. Um <laughs> and it's, it's this great it's this great photo of the moment Voss turns the corner. And she's got one arm to kind of go up to celebrate her victory. And she's kind of on this diagonal, you know, bike handling, one arm up just around the corner, clouds of dust, crowds going crazy on both sides of the curve. Beautiful photo. And that's how it was. Voss won. Ha ha! An uphill sprint. She won an uphill sprint. And um, Emma Johansson and, and Fabiana Luperini behind her. Um, Evie Stevens, Emma Pooley. 
no one gained any time except for Voss's time bonifications, yeah? Uh-huh. So, next day, penultimate day, yeah? Um, this one, it's um, three laps of the 17-kilometre circuit with hills, and then they've got a long kind of 36-kilometre lap. And every rider had a bad day, yeah, in this race. It was really interesting. Um, Voss was bloody lucky because her bad day was right at the beginning um, on stage three when Evie, when Evie Stevens won. Mm. But this was um, Emma Pooley's bad day, uh, unfortunately for Emma, which was, you know, as a big Emma Pooley fan, I'm sorry, Emma. Um, Anyway, so early attack. um, Oh, no, Amy Cantillay designed Stage 8 as well, which is quite funny because, you know, that's quite good. Um, Apparently you can still hear hear her maniacal laughter echoing in the hills. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of wish she'd won it really, but then I suppose that would have been really unfair, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then you have to do this trick that only I know. <laughs> bunny hop the bunny hop the cattle grid, or you're going to die. That's, yes. If if I ever designed a race, it's the only way I'd be able to do it because it would also <laughs> also be the only race I'd ever win. You know, and, and and it would all be right into this pub and order the secret drink and. <laughs> Yeah, and um, stop stop for the loo here and sneak out the back and <laughs> and, and sneak down the alley at the back. Exactly, yeah. and collect a fresh bike and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. the, 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 the Dan Invitational, it sounds good to me. Yeah, one of many reasons why I'll never be allowed to organise a race. <laughs> so, stage eight, um, Linda Willemsen does this, I mean, it's kind of a little bit deja vu. Linda Willemsen does this massive early attack and it's like, oh my God. God, not another Orica AIS rider. We've hang on, we've had this with Tiffany Cromwell. We're not gonna let her go. So Linda Billenson does this early attack. And then after a while, all the big riders are chasing, and then suddenly um Judith Arndt attacks. And Judith Arndt is just, oh my god, she's a spectacular rider. She's won 20 national titles, she's got world champion stripes in time trialing and road racing and oh she's just brilliant or maybe not in road racing but you know she's fantastic anyway so aunt attacks and the only people who can stay with her are Voss and Ebby Stevens yep so you're then within two races at the front you've got aunt Ebby Stevens and Mariana Voss and you know um Judith's first of all they start off like doing this beautiful 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 looking team time trial yeah gorgeous racing just beautiful working and then they just start attacking like crazy which is always good fun but behind them, there's Pooley trying to get back because she's sitting. Um, she's currently she was currently sitting um, third in the GC, yeah. And if they get too much time, Udit will jump up the up, up the rankings. It'll be terrible. But luckily for them, um, she, they managed to kind of keep a keep a keep a hold on it. Uh, Mariana Voss wins a sprint between her and Arndt and Stevens beautifully. You know, oh, I don't think I've won a race this way. I think I'll try winning this way today. I think she said, you know, I've come in solo, and you know, I've come in a, out of a bunch sprint, so I'm going to try it out of a small group. So, Voss wins the sprint. Arndt and Eddie Stevens second, and Emma Pooley manages not to lose too much time. Okay. Okay. So, so final stage, right? Final stage, she starts out with Voss in pink, Eddie Stevens two minutes behind her, Pooley 3.23, Lou Perini 3.56, Yudit Arndt 4.47, yeah? Cool. And stage nine is bumpy. It's got two big climbs at 47 kilometres and 97 kilometres, yeah? Mm-hmm. And basically, for the first, uh, oh, I don't know, first 50k, 
all that happens is attacking. Yeah, mad, mad, mad. Everyone having an attack just just for fun. You know, it's mm. the last day of the last day of the tour. I know they have to wait a whole year before they get to do this again. So quick, <laughs> take yeah, your yeah. turn and attack now. Woo! Yeah, this is my, and, and then there's like attacks from riders who've been attacking all the way through the week as well. Yeah. You know, there's like there's like this little foursome of uh, Valle Scandalara, Sylvia Vasecchi, Shelley Owls, and Lucinda Brand who are just like. Ah, oh, riding like lunatics. Um, <laughs> Sharon Laws in her birthday rosette. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, when they have riders who have birthdays, they give them a little rosette. <laughs> As you do. It's, it's... And, and I don't know. I mean, there's probably something astrological about it, man. But, they, um, but yeah, there's loads of riders who have their birthday that week as well. And Tiff Cromwell had her birthday in Giro Week 2. <laughs> oh, my God. So, it's yeah, just... so they... It's just one big celebration. It's uh, yeah, it really, yeah. it really is. <laughs> so, so anyway, so everyone's attacking. Everyone's attacking. La la la. I think they did the first, um, well, the first forty-two kilometers at forty-two kilometers per hour. <laughs> A decent effort. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice, hilly, mountainy, um, Italiany. So anyway, so then you've got like this weird situation where you've got all of them on the front. And you've got Emma Johansson. I mean, Emma Johansson, I said everyone had a bad day, but it seemed like, I mean, there haven't been that many climbing races this year. And Johansson started the season with two broken collarbones when a car smashed into her when she was um, doing her pre-season training. Yes. Um, and it's been hard for her to come back. And actually, there haven't been climbing races yeah, <laughs> yeah. this year. So it was, it was interesting because I kind of got the impression that had there been two more stages... Johansson would have, you know, just rode every day she rode, she became stronger and stronger. And so by stage nine, she was just looking fantastic. Mm. Anyway, you've got this, you've got this moment where suddenly you've got like, um, they're going up the hills and you've got Voss kind of sitting again between Pooley and Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, they both attacked at exactly the same point up different sides of the road. <laughs> they're, they're kind of. It's almost like they were the NATO of the peloton or something. <laughs> Coordinated attacks, always together. Yeah, something's going on, definitely. <laughs> no, they were they were great. But then they're going up the mountains and no one can get away. And then suddenly Pooley goes and, and she's spectacular when she goes. And um, the only riders who can stay with her are Voss and Johansson. And it was really interesting. I think it was just, as I said, everyone had a bad day. And this one was Ebby Stevens's bad day. It's it was just no one could catch them. You had every you know they they rode up the hill, over the hill, along some flats, up mm. some more hills, mm. and no one could just every you know when you've got riders like you, the aunt Claudia Hauschner, Rosella Ratto, everyone had a go, but they just couldn't touch it. Yeah. So you imagine like the final I don't know the final kilometers the final the final kilometers and Pooley knows that she can't sprint out sprint Johansson and Voss yeah yep. so all she does is try and attack and try and attack and try and attack and actually it's quite useful for Mariana Voss because um, Emma Johansson d- takes all the job of catching Pooley yep <laughs> So Voss Voss has had an exhausting week. You know, she's attacked everywhere else herself, but it was kind of must have been quite nice. Oh, come on, Sarah, don't overdo it. We all know that it's a training ride, okay? It's just... (laughs) Yeah, I'm just taking it one day at a time. (laughs) Just just trying to recover from my 14 broken collarbones, my 72 fractured vertebrae, my six broken legs, and... um, Yeah, yeah, I, I don't... 
I'm not aiming for the pink at all. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I could yeah. be lucky. You know, all those extra pins might help me on the descents. We'll see. <laughs> Well, there we are. I mean, you know, Voss, she's just, you know, so this is her last day, her last day of training. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to like the final kilometre and Pooley just attacks on the final kilometre. And then she attacks on the final court, final uh, 300 metres to go. And then she attacks just before they come into the final corner. But she can't get away. And Emma Johansson comes straight round her and crosses the line it's emma's win emma johansson's won a stage i'm so happy for her i was i was really happy to to see her win that one too that was great yeah and and then you've got voss you know voss crossing the line with in second place but with this massive grin on her face and arms in the air because she's celebrating winning the race yep and they've come in three meters 37 three meters (laughs) and they come in they come in three minutes and 37 ahead of the rest which means that Poor Evie Stevens has dropped from second place to third place. <laughs> and Emma Pooley's... So Emma Pooley ends up in second, um, after Voss, of course, and with the Queen of the Mountains jersey. Oh, so, poor Evie. I know, I really feel for her. I mean, I guess because Pooley had had her bad day on stage eight, mm. you know? Mm. And then Evie Stevens having her bad day, you know, she'd, she'd held her... You know, she'd been in the pink jersey and she'd held her second place all the way through and... Mm. oh. You know, it must have been gutting for her. But she's come away with a stage win. She was the only rider apart from Mariana to wear the pink jersey this race. Mm. And she's had a fantastic time. And now she's basically guaranteed to win the Olympics. So, you know. Oh, you you seem to have other ideas about that. Well, you see, what I think is most interesting is, I I might have ranted about this before, but people seem to think the Olympics is going to be just a flat sprint stage, yeah? And... This race demonstrates why you can't make those guarantees. Like you know, you had this. You had um, Tiffany Cromwell's soloist madness escape. Now they're not going to let anyone do that in the in the um, in the Olympics if they can help it. But if you got a, if you get a rider who's strong enough, dot dot dot. But what was most interesting was all the kind of many 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 attacks from the suicide. You know, the suicide artists, and I still think that's the way it's going to go in the Olympics. So. I hope so, yeah. I mean, that's the thing I'm actually most looking forward to because, you know, the the course is always interesting and fun, but it's the riders that make the race. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got riders to make this a race, so it's going to be probably the one of the very 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 few olympic events i actually tune in to watch so <laughs> are you gonna watch some track mate you've absolutely got to watch some track i'll give you a guide for which races to watch. oh right i i thought for a second there might you got my hopes up for a second i thought you were going to give me a beer for every track event i watched well i'll do that too <laughs> <laughs> uh you might want to think about that for a second because you, you have know, to once i you get going you have to watch some of that, some of the, some of the, the women's sprint. I mean, you have to. You, I can't. You'll love it. I mean, especially with Anna Mir. To the only, the yeah. only. Yes, oh. you'll love it. All right. Fine. <laughs> you'll really enjoy it. I mean, well, I hope so. You'll really enjoy it because it's 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 going to be it's going to be a really interesting race. And and as a proud Australian, you know, you do have Anna Mears. Yes. Who, and I'm sure you've done your homework from a, from an earlier episode, and Who's, now know all about Mirzy. Well, she's actually she's actually accidentally triggered a mining war down here because she's um, supported by 
um, you know, her, her background um, is in a rural slash regional part of Australia and, and um, she got support from, from a mining company. I'm not going to name them. Um, here when she was developing and so they have advertising around at the moment who, you know, talk about their long-standing relationship, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But the Australian team is officially sponsored by a different <laughs> mining company. So, yeah, that's been kind of fun. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. And neither of them are Orica. So, you know, there's another mining cycling tie-in. It's kind of, yeah, we're, we're digging up something. I, God, I <laughs> should have worked harder on that. Damn. <laughs> Woo. Um, yeah, I, all right, I'll watch some track. Yeah, oh, you'll love it. Um, so the only other thing I wanted to mention about the Giro was um, we're kind of getting into that stage where we're getting all the blogs from riders. <laughs> and, of course, Specialised Lululemon, the team for blogging. I don't know if you saw um, Chloe Hoskins blogging about what a dreadful roommate <laughs> Who's she that was. in my room? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> Blogging about waking up, um, waking up Abby Stevens and Ali. St that might be why Stevens had such a bad day on the ninth, on the on stage nine, mightn't it? Ooh. If she had woken up by Chloe screaming in the night at her. I hadn't thought of that. Um, yeah, actually, that's, mm -hmm. that's well. But then, then I would have hoped that Chloe would have just screamed at her periodically during the stage, just to scare her, you know, ahead a little. <laughs> Uh, what maybe, do you mean? maybe that was the day she got the pink and Evie was just determined to not be near Chloe. <laughs> yeah, kind of waking, you know, every, every now and again I'll just remind you of the trauma, it'll make you ride really fast just to kind of, in, in that fight or flight mechanism. <laughs> and who, so, yeah, um, who, who was it in that I blog though? There, there, was, there was another great story in that blog, I'm trying to remember who it was, um, who'd gone to the bathroom but had earplugs in and so couldn't hear her screaming. That was awesome. Oh, I think she um she 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 shares her. I think she was she she she's talking about sharing a room with Ina Yoko Totenberg. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and she had to, she had to, she had the kind of screaming so hard she could get through Ina's earplugs, but also waking Ina up in the night by stroking her back. <laughs> <laughs> My precious. <laughs> she writes it she's really she's always so funny yeah. but she <laughs> the way she told the story you're kind of just saying chloe what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome so, but that is that is the, that was the giro oh it had everything it had every every stage it started with riders dancing at sign-in <laughs> Which... And it would end with, and then the days would end with Amber Pierce's Q and A's, where she'd answer any question that we threw at her, and it was great. Yes. So yes, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm officially in withdrawal, but now. So just imagine my sad little face as I, as I contemplate. Only that there's some men's race going on in France. I think I just can't remember anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I could catch you up on that quickly, but let's not. Let's not. <laughs> so um i I'm, I'm i'm aching to hear your crazy idea my dear okay well look um it, it, this does require a slight diversion into the realm of men's cycling uh okay. but it's okay so just i'll just, be brave just trust me on this it's not going to be okay. too scary 
Um, I'm sure you've heard that once upon a time in... Uh, sorry, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there was a cyclist by the name of Lance Armstrong. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I think he did quite well in some one of those small races, didn't he? Yeah, some some shit small race that you know Mark yeah. Cavendish isn't interested in winning. Um, and <laughs> there have been several other you know riders um, who all seem to be you know stirring up some controversy. It's kind of weird, um, but you know some people seem to think that. Their victories are suspect, their behaviour is suspect, and they are being accused of all sorts of things. So mm-hmm. the, the point here is that, uh, you know, between that and uh, our dear friend Mr. De Gregorio, who was arrested during the week, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and so on and so forth, I think it's become increasingly clear that we can't fucking trust the men to, to rep the sport properly. That's true. They're bringing the sport into disrepute. Uh-huh. I have not seen, um, you know, this level of, of consistent and continued allegations in women's cycling, and so I think it's pretty obvious that there's only one clear course of action to address the problem. Yeah. We've got to kick the men out of cycling until they get their shit together. <laughs> Are we going to sit them on the north yeah. step? <laughs> See, people people think, you know, oh, a breakaway league, let's start something. You fuck that. Why should we break away? We didn't fuck anything up. <laughs> uh, I'm speaking as a woman, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, so so, yeah, that's it. The boys are on a timeout. They've got they've got. We'll, we'll be generous. We'll give them three years to go go sort themselves out, get their shit together, prove that they can actually, you know, do bike races and be trusted. Uh, exactly, exactly. And in the meantime, we'll just continue repping cycling, you know, as fun and healthy and lots of excitement and attacking and dancing, which there should definitely be more of both pre and post stage. Um, you know, and and rosettes on your birthday. All it's the little things, but they really make it details set it off. So 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 what you're saying is this time next year when people tune into the Tour de France, they'll get the Giro instead. Exactly. Exactly, because, because you know, the men are off on a vision quest or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but they're, <laughs> you know, they're sorting themselves out because clearly they need some time to, to stand in the corner and think long and hard about what it is they've done. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think that's perfect. I think that's brilliant. I think we'll, we'll, just, we'll just get on to it. Yeah. And, and, and it also solves that problem of people being suspicious that women are going to steal all the money from the men's side of the sport. I, I fixed that for you by eliminating the men's side of the sport for a few years. <laughs> no problem. Dealt with. You sponsor a men's team right now, that's fine. I've got a women's team that you can have for a few years. It's gonna be fine. You'll you'll be you'll be well represented. People will love it, you know. It's clear among the many other fine qualities that women have being better leaders and, and better decision makers and so on and so forth, that they are also better bike racers. So let's just roll with it. Excellent. And while we're there, can we, we can um, can we get rid of the boys at the UCI at the same time? There are boys at the UCI. Fuck! No wonder we're in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! And changing the subject from your brilliant idea, from your from your brilliant idea, in fact, and going back to Chloe Hosking, don't you think it's hilarious that um, there's there's um, Bradley Wiggins using using words that I can't even say in a in a in a, pro, in a podcast like this. And yet, 
um, all that stuff about Chloe calling Pat McQuaid a bit of a dick, she had to apologise for. I know, I was actually going to talk about that. You know, I, I find the there's something really interesting anyway from a, a sexual politics point of view about the use of genitals as a sign of uh, disparaging comment. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's amazing to me is that there's degrees. So, you know, being a bit of a dick's okay. And and <laughs> when you actually think about it, there's some really, really confused logic about calling someone a massive dick. Um, <laughs> so, so maybe if she just called him a tiny one instead, that would have been all right. Well, the thing is, or maybe if she'd called him a massive one, I'm not quite sure how that works, but... But there's some yeah. some very confused thinking about about using the the word dick as an insult. But then there's this this whole other end of the spectrum, and and it's one of those really weird things about society that we're still hung up on this idea that um, that the the female counterpart is in some way a far worse insult. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's it, it's just interest. It's just it's just fascinating to me. I mean. I still laugh out loud when I think of cycling Australia's statements. I do. I do. That that if you if you have to punish someone in order to save the the political face of the situation, uh, that is pretty much the best way to do it. We're really sorry that Chloe called Pat McQuaid a bit of a dick because you know he's not supporting the idea of a minimum wage for riders. We would fine her, but unfortunately, she doesn't get paid enough for us to actually take any money off her. So, you know, I like I, it was practically saying, you know, we know that we know we, it was practically saying we all acknowledge he's a bit of a dick, but she yeah. should have chosen her words a bit better. Yeah, exactly. And so here's a list of suggestions. <laughs> Massive dick, complete tool, yeah. fucking idiot. Played with incompetent, sexist. <laughs> There'd be nothing to discuss. <laughs> oh, the Aussies! Um, and on that note, I think I think maybe we're done with this week's with this week's racing. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! Well, what, I know. Quick, what's coming up then? Well, we have got. They're riding in at the moment. There's two races. The, uh, the, the in, they're riding in Brittany and Bretagne. And um, <laughs> you like my accent? That was terrible. That was awesome. And- it actually <laughs> triggered in the back of my mind. Rural Britannia. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I well, apologise well, to all the French and English listeners. That was terrible. <laughs> Well, it's going to get worse because I'm going to go and going to going to going to mangle another language now, um, because one of my favorite. I went to this race last year and it was fantastic. It's the um, <clears throat> Turingen Runfart. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely, 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 lovely race. It's it's suffering this year because it's right before the Olympics, mm. but it's a gorgeous race. It's in this really lovely part of East Germany where. Um, where you know the, the brothers Grimm set a lot, of, wrote a lot of their stories, or the stories the brothers Grimm. <laughs> it's in this really lovely part of East Germany where um, where a lot of the brothers Grimm t- fairy tales were apparently collected from, and it's gorgeous, and the people really get behind it. It's run by a woman who used to be a pro cyclist herself, and it's a beautiful, sweet, lovely, lovely race. But um, we'll talk about that more next week. Every, every stage, they release a troll, and it, it chases the, the riders down, and, uh, <laughs> you know, the last rider gets fed to the witch in her gingerbread house. 
<laughs> well, you know, that's the, yeah, instead of a feed station, they set up a gingerbread cottage on the way. And, mm. and, and, <laughs> like, and at the end, the riders have to find their way back to the hotel by following the trail of um, dropped energy gel packets. <laughs> Yes, but um, I don't know if birds would eat energy gels. But you know, you'd have to kind of maybe, maybe if you kind of left, um, you know, left beadons or something as a trail. Yeah. But yeah, and, and when you're cycling over the bridge, the first rider across says, "Don't eat me." The um, rider is coming in a minute. It's much more juicy. <laughs> which is which is why everyone always tries to ride at the front of the race. <laughs> <laughs> Because the last one gets eaten by trolls. Now I Actually, understand. Bring in the rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand why Phil and Paul are so hung up on being at the front of the race now. <laughs> well, 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 you do. You They're do know They're afraid of trolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you you do know, Dan, that the only safe place for every single rider to ride is at the front of the race, after all. <laughs> It's true. It's true. And, and, and Wiggins has been quite scared of internet trolls this week, so, you know, maybe there's something into it. Scared of, angry at, you know, same thing. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, so, um, well, we'll talk all, all about, about all more about that next week. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, and uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll be moving on, uh, you know, the new world of cycling. We'll have to change the name of the show. It'll just be the unofficial, unsanctioned UCI cycling show next week. <laughs> that's very true bye bye men this is your last chance <laughs> uh, don't fuck it up <laughs> alright dear have a great week I'll talk to you soon bye bye